so I can say something. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? We're gamers. Red alert! Red alert! Forget everything you know about gaming! Because the Push to Shop boys are here to change your life. Intro. Maybe. <laughs> hey, welcome to our show called Push a Shot. I'm Mike. I'm Skiffy. And I'm Mike. And welcome to our show where we talk about video games. Um, well, what'd you do? Uh, nothing. What did you do? Nothing. I didn't do anything since the last time we talked. I, I, I played more Persona 3 and I played more Arma. That's it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, how how was that? <laughs> I, it was fine. It was fine. Did you talk to, um, I don't know, Chi, Chia Pet? Chia? Yeah. Chia? She's Chie. Persona 4. Okay. Uh, I, I talked to Elizabeth. She's she's, she's in the is. velvet room. She's not human, or it's implied she isn't. Are there like date. shapeshifters and um, are things not what they seem? Things are definitely not what they seem. <laughs> you see, basically every every mid every every night at midnight, there's an extra hour called the midnight hour, and everyone turns into coffins. And they turn into coffins. The streets. Yeah, and the and the high school turns into a tower full of monsters. And some people don't turn into coffins, and they summon their personas <laughs> to fight the monsters by sh by shooting themselves in the head with fake guns. Yeah. And, what? Yeah, and uh, and they fight the monsters, and they make their way up the tower that is the high school, and they save people who've been captured by the monsters. And uh, any and JRPG, then, then... you cannot describe it to anyone else. It never and, makes any sense. And when it's not the midnight hour, they you go on dates. The girls. Oh, nice. Do you get to yeah. have like your own player character and go on the dates with the cute girls? No, the player character. Well, you get to name them. Okay. But the player. Right. My name's mine. Stu. Uh, Why? I don't know. But you don't get Just, to self-insert in a fully immersive. You get to choose some dialogue choices. Right. Maybe they'll feel more like yourself, depending on the choices. And uh, and yeah, you get to. You get to choose which girls you want. Well, you get to go on dates with all the girls, but I don't know. Like, I don't know if you can make multiple girls your girlfriend. I'm gonna find out. <laughs> so, okay, my question is: You've been playing it for a while now, right? How many hours would you uh, say? I would say I'm ten hours, a little more than ten hours into the game. I I've played. I had to restart my playthrough. It's complicated, but I'm probably more than ten hours into a standard playthrough. Okay, then my question is: What has kept you interested? For those ten hours, what's um, good about the game? It's it's it does actually have like a fun story and fun characters that 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 kind of keep you a little bit compelled. They they're not like it, it's gone very slow. They're still kind of setting things up in a lot of ways, but uh, that stuff's actually legitimately pretty good, and the actual combat stuff while kind of tedious isn't terrible it's turn-based you know uh find the weaknesses and strengths of your enemy and and use abilities against them and then get more personas and fuse them together for more 
for different personas that have different abilities and I don't know. It's I don't know. I, I I don't know if I would complete it if I weren't streaming it, but it's a fun game to stream. Oh, you are streaming it. I am streaming it. And yeah. and so that kind of keeps me going with it because it's fun to stream and talk to people in chat and stuff. But uh if it that weren't seems for like that, a good type of game to stream. Yeah, if it weren't for that, I don't know if I would keep playing it. Although there is something addictive about it, I guess. It's really long though. I don't I don't know. I still don't know if I'll complete it, but we'll see. Yeah. Those, not Persona specifically, but JRPGs, are usually like 80 hours too long. Yeah, this one's probably that, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know Persona 4, you know, depending on the person playing it, could be between like 60 and 100 hours, so. Now, I didn't know that Persona 5 was already out. In Japan. In Japan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, and the are you going to get that day one? Like in summer. I might, I don't know, I'm excited It looks for good, it. It looks I'm going to get it. Yeah, it looks really great. It has some really great style to it, and and it seems it seems awesome. Uh, so that's kind of why I'm playing Persona Three in a lot of ways. Is like I got that itch. So yeah, they're not continuous stories, right? Like there's nothing no. from three and four. Uh, well, it's there's a couple of uh, kind of characters and stuff that carry over. Like the theme of it being. Like you go into another world to fight monsters and summon your persona, and the personas carry over too. That stuff stays consistent, but the and you're in high school and all that shit. But um, but the other stuff is kind of all over the place. Even even the the way that you enter the world and stuff is different between the games. So okay, yep. All right, and you played some more Arma. Played some more Arma. I I've got that group that I play with every weekend now. I'm probably. Not ABF. What is it? Not ABF. Not AAF. Uh, CQT. CQT. Don't worry about it. Okay. Walk, <laughs> cock, quenched, tasters. That's I... it. You got it. All right. Well, I played a new game. I played Titanfall 2. And I bought it, it full price after seeing some gameplay. And, uh, I feel like there's going to be a sale for it real soon. You probably could have waited. Whatever, I couldn't have. I needed it right now. But I uh, don't regret it at all. It was very, very fun. I haven't touched the multiplayer yet. I've only done the oh. single player. And it's just, it's so fun. I hated the first one. And that's probably a lot due to the fact that I tried to play it on my old laptop when it came out. And so it ran at like... 10 frames a second on our lowest settings and it was yeah. just not not fun but um but titanfall 2 and maybe it's just experiencing the gameplay in the snappy way it's supposed to work for the first time but it lets you play while it's installing and it's almost like that intro level to modern warfare 1 where you're running through like the trial and you're <clears throat> shooting the fake targets and instead of that it's like this course where there's these like digital hologram soldiers and your mission or goal or whatever is to like wall run, go through all this, you know, this track, kill all the soldiers and get to the end as fast as possible. So in the time that it took the game to install, which was a few hours, I was just like obsessively trying to shave off seconds of time. And uh, it was so fun. I had so much fun just with that one little like trial section. I was trying to do it like perfectly. And what, what it winds up doing is by the time you actually start the game, you are sick 
at actually controlling the pilot. Like, you know exactly yeah. how to wall run and, um, like, just immediately right off the bat, you're transitioning into running on a wall to double jumping to throwing a grenade down below you. And it's it prepares you in exactly the kind of way you'd want a tutorial to without distracting or detracting from the actual game because it's before you can even play it. Um, so that was a very cool idea. And there's even, like, a little number above like the sarge's head that shows you the progress of the game installing and then uh once yeah once it's done there's no break you just immediately can go into the the campaign the the first one didn't have a single player campaign but it did have uh it had some very 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 cannot emphasize that enough light story elements um including i think when you first launched the game or at least I, i only ever played the beta and maybe this was a beta only thing but i don't know but I remember you first launched the game and you're in some sort of VR thing. I guess it's like a training mode or something. And, oh, God, I, I don't remember exactly what it did, but there was some kind of... I remember a tutorial that was, was kind of cool. But there was some kind of transition moment where, like, you're in a room and the room fades away or folds away or something like that, and you're, like, in space, and it looks really, really cool. And I remember it just makes you more disappointed that it didn't have a single player campaign and the multiplayer was pretty shallow, I guess. Like Titanfall one was a good game, but really, really, really shallow. And, and it, it didn't seem like it lived up to kind of what it promised to be, but that seems like what exactly what they did with Titanfall two. That's, that's nice. Here, the, the campaign, it reminded me a lot of 2016 doom. Um, just super fast-paced, very punchy sound effects, brutal, um, not as gory as Doom, but, like, all the guns have a huge amount of weight to them, and they, you know, they feel powerful, and then the Titans are actually fun to pilot. They don't feel like clunky pieces of garbage. Um, I mean, the campaign is just really, really fantastic. It's a great single-player shooter campaign, um, reminds me kind of of Half-Life 2 with the pacing, just like Doom did, where yeah. you're going through different levels and they have their own little gimmicks. Like, there's one level that has, I guess it's kind of spoilers campaign, Titanfall 2, if you actually care. But there's a level with the same mechanic from Dishonored 2's level, where you're switching yeah. back and forth between time, where you're flipping back and forth from the past to the future. And it, it's not obviously as intricate as Dishonored's because you're not using it to solve puzzles, really. But it's just a fun little twist on the gameplay where you're in the present and you're getting swarmed with, like, these beasts that have overtaken the facility after it was destroyed. And then you flip back to the past and there's guards everywhere shooting at you. And it's just really, really cool to, like, yeah. get on a wall, flip to the past, and then, like, jump to another wall that's not there in the future and then do the same thing. Like, it's so many little cool uses of that mechanic in that level and then there's this fantastic level that takes place in like an assembly line where they're building i don't even know what they're building but it seems like they're building planets like artificial Whoa. planets and uh it's like a factory like with, guide. I, I don't even know but it's like these massive domes that they're making with like realistic landscapes it's weird i don't know what the story point is but you don't really <laughs> care they don't dwell on it but it's just this massive industrial plan with all these panels getting moved down in an assembly line. Like it looks a lot like the end of Portal Two, you know, when mm. you're kind of going down those long, 
hallways not hallways but they're like these vertical chasms that are yeah just yeah with all this stuff moving around it's like that but on a massive scale and much much faster so you can be like kicking guards into like the way of these machines and they'll get crushed underneath and it's just really cool you can use panels that are being carried by you can like wall run on them and then bounce off and jump on somebody's head and shoot the other guy with it's just cool it's cool as shit the campaign is really fun and um it's the campaign is worth 60 bucks i haven't touched the multiplayer yet but i will because it's just so fun it's a really very fun game to control as as much positive buzz i've heard about titanfall 2 i've never heard anyone say that the campaign i haven't heard the contrary either but nobody's described it as like, oh yeah, the campaign is worth the price. I, oh yeah, it seems it like people get really into the multiplayer. Like that's that's really still seems like the like even though I've heard great things about the campaign, it seems like people are still in it for the multiplayer. It's the kind of game that doesn't need multiplayer. Wow. Like it, you, I I would be satisfied if this was the end of the game. I mean, I played it for. It was like a. It would be a little thin if it was only the single player. <laughs> yeah. But. It, it, I wouldn't be like, oh, I was ripped off, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, that's that's somebody... nice to hear. I, I know it's from the the creators of Modern Warfare 1 and 2, and yeah. the, the former Infinity Ward core development team. And so the idea that they were making a campaign was really exciting. But it's interesting that it seems like the, the real similarity between it and the Modern Warfare 1 and 2 campaigns is just that it's really well done. But it seems like it's well done in a different way. Like Modern Warfare One and Two weren't super interactive. You did a bunch of cool shit, but you weren't really doing a whole lot of that cool shit yourself. It was like yeah. cutscenes and stuff. And 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 mostly when you played the game, you were just aiming down the sights and shooting waves of enemies. Um, and it sounds like Titanfall Two is like super interactive. Oh yeah, which is it's awesome. Very very fast. That is the most striking resemblance to Doom is just how fast you're moving. And how agile you are, way more so than Doom, with all the like vertical mobility. And yeah, have it's... you done? Have you done the thing where you grab an enemy with the grappling hook and pull them in and kick them in the face? Not yet, because there's no grappling hook in the single player. I think that is like a balance thing, because there are places they don't want you going, I guess. Yeah. And, but I, I'm excited to try that out in the multiplayer. That's something apparently you can do, and it seems real awesome. Somebody asked in the chat. Who who does the better time travel, Titanfall two or Dishonored two? I mean, they use it in different ways. It's kind of the takeaway is is that Dishonored two uses it to really like immerse you in this one level and to see how the place changes when you do certain things and to really like exploit the little details of time travel. Like, oh, if I stop them from repairing this window, then it's still gonna be broken in the future and stuff like that. Titanfall two has you falling down like uh, a straight drop for what seems like a mile and then there's like fans that'll chop you up and then you go to the past and you fall right past it but oh shit there's like a a monster right there and then you flip back and so it's a sequence where you're falling straight down for like ages but you're switching back from the future and the past just to get past it so that you don't die it's it's so fun it's it's much more like extreme action movie kind of time travel like what you would see you know that terrible movie um Shit, what was that called? Where they're like teleporting around. You know the one. Oh, um, uh, uh, Jumper. Jumper? Yeah, that's definitely what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 Jumper. It's got, it's got Anakin Skywalker in it. It's, it's not a terrible movie. It, it's, 
It's a... Uh... Hold up, hold up. Uh, shit. What are you doing? Hello? Hello? Now I can't hear you. You can't hear me? Now you've really fucked it up. Okay. Can you hear me I now? Hear you. Yes. Good, 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 good. Okay, yeah, I had to... Uh, my thing was going crazy. I had to unplug my audio interface. All right. We're back then. I can see my anyway, mic jumper. going. Yes. So it's kind of like that where you're like popping up behind people and just zipping all around between the past and the present. It's not like a, a thoughtful, slow, strategic kind of mechanic. In Dishonored sure. 2, that's what it is. So even though it's the same premise on like an idea level, they are implemented way differently. And uh, I mean, if you want to compare apples to oranges, Dishonored 2 is far more impressive still just because of how much they squeeze out of that. But yeah. uh, this is still... It's exactly the kind of gimmick that you want in a first-person shooter campaign. You want stuff like the gravity gun. You want the time travel. Yeah. I mean, all that just makes it just a little bit more interesting. And uh, it gives you one of those, oh, I really want to go back and play that level again. I'm going to fire that up just for a couple minutes. So... Yeah, I I was so surprised by how good this game was. I I was not expecting that much, but I did hear good things, and I saw a trailer that interested me. So I'm like, hey, give it a go, and I'm glad I did. All right. Well, I I'm looking forward to hearing what you say about the multiplayer because apparently that's still pretty active. People were worried about it dying off really quickly, but so far it seems to be holding up. And I imagine when they go on sale finally, it's probably gonna kick off a lot of people buying the game like me so yeah yeah it's yeah. it's definitely worth an immediate buy if it goes on sale i think i just barely missed a sale too it, well so. you finished it around the same time i saw mecha gamezilla tweeting about it on twitter too and we, like when you you streamed and he tweeted about like getting to the end of it at the same time and i was like well shit did i miss some kind of sale so i don't i i don't know if it was ever on sale but i i've been keeping my eye on it because I, I definitely like that's that's my yeah that's the next game I'm gonna buy probably. So one thing I gotta mention the Titan that follows you around in the campaign. Oh yeah, what's his name? Uh, BT. Yeah, it was good. It's that's <laughs> it's exactly what you want out it's of a, a story friend. like this. You want like a real simple setup. The bad guys have a big weapon. You got your companion who's always there for you. You crack wise with each other and. It, it's, it's weird because Call of Duty had a robot companion as well. What? Call of Duty this year had a robot oh, companion. Oh, this year? Okay. Yeah. But the, okay, and, fine. Uh, but there's it's no just way a weird it's coincidence. as good. EA, EA's marketing team has been, or like the Titanfall 2 Twitter account, I guess, has been throwing shots at Call of Duty. <laughs> and the I don't blame team, them. Well, the Titanfall 2 development team came out and they're like, well, listen, we don't... We're not trying to start any fights here. Like we, we still think Call of Duty's fine. It's just you know, um, which I thought was kind of funny. But it, but it does seem like it does seem like Titanfall Two is like looked at Call of Duty and said, "Oh, that's cute that you're doing the same thing every year. Here's us doing it a whole lot better and more interesting and more innovative." It's just so telling that in my entire time playing the campaign, there wasn't a single moment ever where I hid behind cover, popped up, and shot somebody. <laughs> You never, literally never have to do that. You are always, like, jumping around. It's like Doom, where you survive by moving around as fast as possible. So, yeah, yeah 
Very fun. Other than that, I didn't do all that much. Um, well, we've got haps to talk about. We do. About. We do have hippity haps. A lot of hippity haps in Nintendo World. Did you watch that thing? I did, yeah. I fell asleep at some point. Well, just because I couldn't understand what, what he was saying. The EA guy got on? No, I saw the FIFA. actual Japanese stream. You didn't night watch off. like it translated? It they was had it translated live. What? You didn't did know they? that? No, yeah, I don't they, think I don't think that's no, true. They trans I watched it live and it was translated. Really? They had translators, yeah, talking over I was the watching a different stream then. Jesus. What where <laughs> did you find the Japanese stream? Like, you don't I go just, out of your way. No, I Googled it like where to watch the Nintendo. I think if you went to like Nintendo.com, it was it was. Are you sure like this was there. like the night after? Oh, I am one hundred percent. Fine, fine, fine. It would be really hard to make that mistake but because everyone was talking about Mario. The key details I was able to get because they showed him in Roman numerals. <laughs> I hope so, boy, because I was. They're not Roman numerals. When, fuck. I was uh, confused Arabic when they were numerals. talking to me in English about filling up your glass and and jingling the <laughs> ice around. I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? I, I thought that was really funny in Japanese because I'm like, I have no idea what you're doing, but. In English, you have no no idea what he's. He's just like, look, I can I can hear the ice cubes, and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then they're like, HD Rumble, of course, and you're okay, of course, sure. yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but I did see the price and the release date and all that. I can't um, believe you watched it in Japanese. <laughs> I did. I did. Okay, yeah. So Nintendo did their huge official big reveal of the Switch. Um. Where do you start? Breath of the Wild launching with the system, March third. What? I wasn't surprised Whoa. by that. You weren't? No, they've been showing it for so long. Like it had to be a launch game. Mm. I, I, I was not surprised. Um, I don't know, especially since it's going to be like a. It's going to okay, be. Okay, well, it's, gonna, it, it's the game that transitions between the consoles. Sure, yeah, it's also yeah. coming out on the Wii U. I yeah, I, I get know, that, but. Like, I totally understand why it would be a launch game. But I could have also seen the, the Switch coming out a month later. I was not yes, expecting definitely. the Switch to come March, out this soon. March either. 3 was really soon. Like, that's a month and a half from now. That's crazy soon uh, yeah. for them to just... Like, we didn't know anything about that console hardly. Like, we knew what it was. But this is the first time we've gotten an anywhere close to a, a, an in-depth look at it. And, uh, and it comes out in a month and a half, which is... Yeah. Yeah, um, coming out March third. Yes. Get the facts out. March third, three hundred dollars. How do you feel about Which, that? How do you feel uh, about that? That's that's what I expected at the minimum. I I I, I it seemed like my expectations for the price were higher than everyone else because I heard a lot of people saying, "Well, two fifty. But two fifty seemed, seemed too low to me. Like I, they would be losing money with at two fifty. There's just too much shit going on on that thing. Yeah. In fact, the, they, the two I don't know controllers with the wireless stuff. The motion detecting stuff yeah. the, obviously the hardware how do you get well anyway uh yeah so lots of little hardware in that box you're not gonna More get that thought, for, for sure i was kind of disappointed but also kind of impressed when they started like doing motion control shit with the joy cons i just didn't really expect them to have any of that kind of shit on them i thought they were gonna be super super basic like all you could do with them is the joystick and the buttons and you could turn it into a little two-player thing that's uncomfortable to use um but yeah i mean they have they're 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 pushing real hard on that idea of like not having to look at the screen and doing those two-player games where like 
you shoot at each other with them or whatever, and that stuff seems kind of silly. That's stupid. Uh, you need to have yeah. something that you can play, like a video game. I mean, it's I get not... the idea of, like, a reflex oh, it's just game. a quick, fun little party thing where, like, you, you pull it out, and people who never play video games, it's just, like, a fun little thing to mess around with, like, kind of trying to get in on the Wii Sports stuff. But, uh... Yeah, they're audio based, and they keep saying, "Oh, you're gonna, we're gonna do it at parties." But like at parties, you can't oh. hear well enough to like. They showed off this ping pong one. I don't know if you watched like the demonstrations the day after, but they showed a lot of the games in depth. And one of the things that they were showing was a ping pong thing, where you don't look at the screen for any kind of indication of where the ball is. You just listen for it. So it's like poop pop, poop pop, poop pop, and you and and you hit the ball back and forth, and you can do like a power shot in some way, and. It's almost like a rhythm-based thing, I think. Um, but you have it to. It could be fun. It could be, but you you have to hear it, and so you're not going to pull it out at a party. You're not going to. Yeah, you're not going to pull out a Nintendo Switch at a That's party what they in any circumstance. Constantly, yeah, you're yeah. at a rooftop party, and you pull out your Nintendo. <laughs> but uh, at but, the Cosmopolitan, I mean, I I've been to plenty of Fusion Bar, even by your Switch. Like, like, even at a small party, like at six or seven people where you're just kind of having a get-together, right. someone pulls out the Nintendo 64, you don't need to hear Mario Kart 64 or Everybody Mario shut up! We're trying to play <laughs> with our Switch! I can't hear the ball! Uh, I thought it was a pop-pop, but it was a pip-pop! Exactly. That's, that's a foul! Let's get it wrong. Fuck! <laughs> Damn it! Uh, but, uh, you aren't going to do that at a party. But I would play I would play an actual ping pong game on the Switch cuz that works so well. It would be like you give the other person, you don't even need a second controller. You break off the Joy-Con, you just have it and then you are free to swing around. It's I mean, how does it visualize that? Same way we tennis does. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 They probably should really just do more of like they should probably just have an actual Wii Sports again. They could. They could do the same Wii Sports. Change things around to have the Joy-Con. I don't know how... So it seems like the Joy-Con motion controls are much more simplified. I don't think that there's, like, any kind of sensor going on, except for the one at the front where, like, it detects, like, distance and, and shapes and well, stuff. But if it's going to detect... If it's going to detect the... Um, okay, if we use the glass as an example... Yeah. It's obviously not going to be that perfect... But I bet you it'll have a gyroscope, just like the Wii Mode. It's a gyroscope. Now. I think that's yeah. all it is. Well, that's all you need. I, yeah, for most stuff, I would say, yeah. But like, you couldn't Everything. do like, Wii Bowling, I don't think. Oh, you could. I, I don't think it'd be able to tell if you were swinging the, straight or not. I don't know. The, but the original Wii Bowling, back when the Wii Sports first came out, it was only an accelerometer in there. And that, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. The Wii's always had a sensor. Um, yeah. What do you mean sensor? You put the fucking sensor up. Okay, you mean the IR sensor. Yeah. It doesn't use that for bowling, I don't think. It doesn't actually detect if you're looking at the screen or pointing at it. It's the motion. I wish we had one so we could test it out, because in, if that were the case, you could stand sideways and bowl correctly. I've, I have bowl. done that. Okay. Like, so the, maybe, yeah, yeah, it doesn't need... Plus, part of the issue with the Wii is that it was always so sluggish to try to detect... The cursor, if you moved it off screen and then back on, there's no yeah. way that it could reliably do that. Um, yeah. But so yeah, that was all about the motion and um, the Wii Motion I mean, there Plus. There is that arms game that seems like it relies on pretty exact motion sensing yeah, stuff. Yeah. 
So um, basically, so. all you need to do a full Wii Sports kind of experience is the, uh, well, the gyroscope's even better. That's it'll have an accelerometer and gyroscope, I guess. Yeah, I would. Anyway, that's, that's if it's it got those, Wii Sports is totally possible. They should definitely do that. All kinds of cool games like a sword fighting game where you clang and clash. That that would also be a natural thing. I think there is something like that where, but it's again, it's not a visual thing. It's it's you're facing the other person and Ugh. and. I get what they're going for. Like, it's cool to face someone, look them in the eye, and play a game against them. But how well is it actually going to work? I don't. I don't know. And I. I don't. Milking a cow <laughs> doesn't seem very exciting. <laughs> or seeing who can eat the sandwich the fastest. Uh, well, I don't know. what games? What either real life sport games or video games or board games? When are you ever staring at somebody? And playing that way, there is no yeah, game I mean, like I don't that. Know, ping pong. No, you're looking at well, you're the not ball. Staring at them, but you're still looking at the other person and and having a more face to face interaction. Yeah, I know what they. Sure. I, I, I get what they're getting at. But it's like every single game that exists, for the most part, except like that game where you put your hands on top of the other person's hands and they try to flip over and get you. <laughs> That's the sure. only one I can think of with a stare down. And you is... know what? That sounds like the kind of game that would be on this on this. Uh, this the kind of game. It's one game. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's the they've already done it with the uh, cowboys I drawing. Mean, yeah, that's basically quick what fire. that is, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, really, you want to if you're playing a game with somebody, you want to be like focused on something. You're competing over something. You're using tools and balls or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think that looking. at only at the other player makes a lot of sense or will be there, that fun for any kind of game. There was a rumor at one point that I never believed uh, that Nintendo was looking into the VR slash AR industry. I know. Uh, that requires too much processing power. They could never do that. Yeah, but the reason that I bring it up is because it, this this kind of interaction that they're talking about would be perfect for AR games. If you had a HoloLens-style thing where you could see out of it, but it displays images on top of it, then you could hold a sword in your hand and sword fight someone face-to-face, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Or play ping-pong, and the ping-pong you can actually see between you, and there's a virtual table. That's something that I could actually see happening, but of course, I mean, it would be way too expensive and ridiculous. That would be a HoloLens thing. Yeah, and Nintendo would never get into that. Maybe in 10 years. I don't know, but... uh, but that's that is something that I can like. It seems like they're similar to what they did with the Wii. They're kind of jumping the gun on this technology that isn't quite where it needs to be for them to do the th- things that they're implying you should be able to do. Um, like it's just, this, just seems like something that needs AR to to yeah. happen. Uh, but and, thankfully, it seems like this is kind of delegated or relegated to just this gimmicky game the one two switch I don't think, thing yeah i they, they haven't showed anything with mario or zelda or anything like that where where you do anything involving those features which is kind of on the one hand it's like okay you've put these things in your console that i'm paying for and your games aren't taking advantage of the technology but on the other hand like i don't want that shit either like i was hoping that this whole console would be going back to their roots where it's just buttons and and joysticks and just normal fucking video games instead of motion control bullshit so i do hope they keep it relegated but it is kind of weird if they're if they're just like this stuff's kind of optional but also you're that's part of the price of the con like maybe it could be 250 if they if the joy cons were were simpler but i don't well, know but I, I mean there's there are 
great applications for the motion control stuff. Like Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, like, I assume it's going to carry over the tradition of all the Zelda games that have come out on gyroscope-enabled consoles, which is that you'll be able to control the bow using the gyroscopes instead of the sticks. I guess. I would assume it and, would be an option, though, because you're not going to want to do that if you're playing it on the thing with the no, you do. Joy-Cons connected. You do, because that is what they added in Zelda 3DS Ocarina of Time. And even with that, with moving the thing around, oh, yeah, you move the whole, I would yeah. I would never, ever want to go back to controlling it any other way because it's so much more natural and quick and precise than trying to, like, control the aim with a single analog stick. I mean, obviously, the Switch is going to have two. But the point is, it's just a lot faster to point the thing you want to shoot and shoot it. Yeah. So, I mean, that is going to be great for Breath of the Wild. You get to have them in both hands, and then if you want to use the bow, you can, like, literally point it around Maybe even hold it like a bow. I don't know. Whatever. I don't think anyone's going to be playing thing with them in separate hands, though. That doesn't seem like the way to do it. Unless do there that. are a lot of motion controls involved. Like, that's... I would rather it just be a controller. Uh, Maybe. I mean... It comes with I, I played Skyward Sword too. all that way, so I'm used to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I haven't played a lot of those and games, but... Surprisingly, Twilight Princess, without all the gimmicky motion control stuff it worked just fine without uh sure you know with the separate boys well I, I, it's it's certainly interesting uh you know what the big selling point for me was what? like what confirmed this is going to be if not day one because it might be impossible to get it's going to be an as soon as possible purchase that it's actually going to be fucking stronger than the wii u that's all i needed them to confirm I just needed that, you know, official it's that it's not going to be weaker. Comparable, though. It's not going to be well, weaker. They, sure. They're able to run Breath of the Wild at a higher resolution on the Switch than on the Wii. Yeah, well, what I heard out of that, uh, what I heard about the, uh, the playable demo stuff the day after was that Breath of the Wild did have some minor frame rate issues. I, I uh, totally believe that. But the point is, same frame rate issues, higher res. <laughs> great <laughs> which means it just means on a basic level it's not worse yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. weaker which i, I was still... it was a legitimate fear yeah uh, it's it does seem like they're pushing that thing to its very limit with breath of the wild like breath of the wild's kind of weird that it, it still has a, a sim- simplistic aesthetic but but it's got a long draw distance at least from what yep. they've shown um and i assume the game will look like that and it looks just like it's way more demanding than any game that they've tried to make in the last, like Absolutely. since like the Nintendo 64. It's like they're actually pushing the hardware, and that's. I I hope that they can keep a f- consistent frame rate on that thing because every time I see it, it's like, ooh, that looks a little framey. And like the gameplay just always looks a little weird to me. But uh, that God, latest... it looks good. It looks great. Oh yeah, that latest trailer that they showed. That was ooh. cool. I, there's voice acting. There is. That's good talking and crying and stuff it's anime now the japanese crying was better than the english crying i gotta say (laughs) did they have i don't think they've had english uh dubs yet yeah they have oh really i've only heard the japanese trailer i mean it's 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 a month and a half until the game comes out they better have it i when i heard when i heard the japanese voices i was like oh now i want to actually play this with subtitles (laughs) because it's kind of like yeah because like as a kid i didn't think of zelda as a non 
English thing. Like I didn't know that it came out of Japan when I was really, really young. Right. And, uh, and to, and to see it with the Japanese voices kind of puts a whole, like it's, it's almost like a spin. The Goron especially. The Goron speaking Japanese, like a sumo master. That was, it makes Zelda feel different and better to me. Like, I don't know. Um, uh, whatever they're not gonna they're not gonna let you play that in Japanese easily. Are you but, are uh, you sure? I, 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 I know. By, well, we were talking about Persona Five earlier. Apparently, Persona Five is gonna, I think, ship with an like you can switch the uh, the voices to Japanese if you want and and play it with subtitles. But I don't know. They're, I mean, they made a a pretty dramatic move for them, which was abandoning region locking completely. Every one of their systems has been Nintendo. region locked. That's something I would not expect out of Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. So I think they they have some kind of awareness of. But then immediately before or after that, they confirmed their paid online service, which is insane to me. Completely <laughs> insane. Oh well, yeah. I can't believe that Nintendo is charging you to play online when, what one of their games announced for this thing will have any kind of online. Splatoon two. <laughs> yeah, like I. I what the fuck? Like, I want to see how much that costs. Yeah. And they say they're going to go through this trial period, and I have a feeling they might backtrack on it, and they might not charge stuff on it. And I don't, I'm, I'm also interested, like, if a game, if they come out with a Mario Maker for this thing, would I have to pay for the online service so. to yeah. download levels and stuff? Like, because that would be, you would. That would be awful. Uh, it, I think it's shocking that they're charging. <laughs> I think it's shocking but that Sony the- is charging for their online service. And they have tons and tons and tons of online games to play. Like that's their focus. And now right. Nintendo. They need to be priced competitively at the very least. And they, like... they have shown three generations, or is it? Yeah, two generations in a row that they suck balls at online. They are the worst. Everything. They don't They're understand. They're terrible. That. They have They're no idea. So what it bad. Is. They have not even suggested that they're capable of offering an online experience that I would ever pay anything for, no. much less whatever they decide to charge for it. And now they're it. talking about doing it through your smartphone? Like, invite and talk to your friends on using our smartphone app. Fuck you. <laughs> what the yeah, fuck no. are you talking about? Um, what they, that it, they need to insanity. do, I don't think they have yet. They need to confirm friend codes are dead. No uh, more friend codes. We'll see. If you try to make people pay <laughs> for friend codes, you will have <laughs> zero... <laughs> Player base. They're just, they just don't. They don't get it at all. Uh, that stuff is fucking insane. But I, I, they did because maybe they're aware of their shit track record. Because if they didn't offer the free trial period, I guarantee you nobody would do it. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, except super, super. Like, and there are these people. A lot of them, Splatoon fans. People really like those games. That that game, and I assume they'll like Splatoon too because it looks like exactly the same thing. Yeah, uh, that. What, what was the turnaround? It's like two years between one. Long and two. enough that I would think it would look different. I don't think it was. It came out in 2015. Yeah, and it wasn't so like, it's like less than though, two I years. Yeah, I, I I thought it looked exactly. I would not be able to tell Splatoon yeah. one and Splatoon. As someone who hasn't played it, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the two at all so it's the same style nearly identical hardware and it's great style and everything and i i don't know what i would want to be different about that game but i looked at it and i was like well, why not just play splatoon one like it just looks the fucking same it well, looks like the updates that they were they were showing like here's our three new weapons 
And it's like, that seems like something that should be an expansion that's not costing anything. But one thing that you might be able to do with the new Splatoon is if you really had, like, if you knew three other people with a Switch, you could actually do, like, local multiplayer. Because that, my brother and I got Splatoon, or my brother did, and we played it. Oh, like they bring the Switch over and you... Yeah, because it's portable, that's the whole point. And, um, you know, like... Part of the problem I had with the original is that when we got it one copy for one Wii U... The options for playing with each other it's just sucked. Mm-hmm. It it was uh, I don't even think it was split screen. It's like a co-op. It was one thing. person on the gamepad. It wasn't co-op. You could still do like versus each other, but it's boring because it's just the two of you, and one of you is on the TV with the controller, and the other one's looking at the the gamepad, mm-hmm. and so it, it's almost like when you're looking at different places, it doesn't feel as as fun. Yeah. So. Uh... Yeah, I, and they apparently that the switch is gonna. They said like twelve or sixteen of these things could be connected like ad hoc locally. That's very cool. Actually, kind of neat. Uh, I don't reminds know me how of like often the, that'll uh, be ever used, but picto chat days for the DS. Yeah, like back when yeah back when uh, when the DS and Vita and stuff were like first starting out, like that was a big thing. Was like oh, you can connect directly to someone else's and play against them and that kind of thing. And nobody ever did it, and none of the developers ever really did it right, but. <laughs> Maybe this time. <laughs> that was uh, fun with the Pokemon games for the DS. Yeah. Because you could just uh, fire it up, with, well, trade directly with somebody next to you without cables was, or whatever. Yeah, but the Game Boy, once you got that cable, that was a big deal. Oh, yeah. In, 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 back in the day. Uh, everyone every, everyone knew that one guy with the cable, and they, they'd spend lunch period like trading with each other and everything. That was fun. And then there'd be the kid with the Game Shark that you need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That could give you a, a Mew. Yeah, and then there was God, the, game the, uh, sharks. Pokemon. That sucks. That they're game sharks are not a thing anymore. You can't get a eh, game shark for suck. your PS4. Does it suck? It does suck. Why? What do you? Okay, I remember playing Ocarina of Time. This is after I beat it as a Wii-in, and I was just messing around with every N64 game I had because I had a game shark for my N64. You pop the cartridge in, and then you pop the real game cartridge on top of it. It was like this big tower yeah. of, yeah, and uh, there's like a menu where you choose all the cheat codes, and Zelda had a press L to levitate button, where you could just press a single button, and then you'd just start flying around through the air in this open world game, which at the time was really impressive, and so that was yeah. so cool, and then I like... I remember doing stuff like that, and then, and then I discovered PC gaming, and I was playing Marlin, oh, yeah, and yeah. you could pull up the console and click on someone and type kill, and they'd just die. And I was like, oh. I had not been exposed been to opened. that yet, but... Yeah. Uh, but Game Sharks, man, they were... I loved my Game Sharks. They were a Like, lot Animal Crossing, back. manipulating, like, the... Uh, for the DS, Animal Crossing. I remember, like, just wrecking my town with... All kinds of weird variables and the closest thing I've come to a game shark, like the last time I used anything like that that wasn't on the PC, was uh, the, the GTA Liberty City stories on the Vita, not the Vita, the PSP, um, which I had that and I had that game. Weirdly enough, I don't know why I had those things, but uh, it was actually pretty good though. I mean, it was just like the GTA Three map with a completely different story, um, and you could download a trainer and download oh, it on trainers. your PSP. 
Yeah, and you could pull up that menu, and it would have just ridic- a bunch of ridiculous shit that you could do, like make your car fly, or make all of it, all the other cars fly, or change gravity, or change like how fast time moves. Like you could make it in slow motion or fast motion. Yes. Like just the amount of things you could do were kind of crazy, and and that 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 is a lot of fun. Um, I didn't I didn't finish Half Life Two for years because my first playthrough back in like two thousand. Six or seven, I was still like in middle school. I discovered the console commands and just went nuts on the mm-hmm. Source Engine console, like changing time and turning gravity to zero and like the force of the gravity gun turning that to like triple max. And my first experience of Half Life 2 was Gmod, so <laughs> really, I just jumped right into that shit. Yeah, like early, early, early days of Gmod when it was very, very basic, but. But you could spawn some objects and some AI, and uh, yeah, that stuff was... I remember just how amazing Gary's Mod was that first time playing it. Yeah. Like, taking the characters and enemies from a game that you know, or even if you well, don't cool know it, because you're getting into it. it. Yeah, I yeah. I was just a bunch of random shit that I was like, well, this is really cool stuff. Like, these bugs are, like, <laughs> fighting each other and shit, and then I spawned, like, a bunch of, like, those... Uh, man hacks and i was like i don't know what these things are but this game is awesome and i had no idea what half-life 2 was uh yeah uh, because now stuff. anyway you can dark rp anyway uh <clears throat> yeah you can dark rp <laughs> 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 you okay. can play zombie escape or whatever uh where everyone gets in the corner and just shoots at zombies but anyway uh we were talking about the switch yes and we haven't talked about mario <laughs> oh, Mario yeah. 06 That is uh That game looks really cool it but also awesome. really weird. It like a... First of all, it's an actual Mario game, like 3D Mario yes. game, which I mean, I know they had Galaxy, but they haven't done like the open world Mario stuff since like Sunshine. Yeah. And, and uh... even then it was very compartmentalized. I think this one will be compartmentalized too. But, but I think 64 was too, I guess, with all the paintings. Yeah, yeah, they all are. Um, but uh, but there's just, yeah, it, it that thing spoke to me. I was like, I, I am ready for a 3D Mario game right now. Yeah. Um, I, I the, Mar- the combination of Mario and Zelda might sell me on the Switch. Um, those are two yeah. huge, huge games that I really, really want to play and that I can only play there. So it's and the, especially they both look good. Yeah, they look great. They uh, look like Mario great running around Zelda Mario. Dudonk City. Dudonk. Dudonk City with his hat. Yeah, what's the what's uh it's I, Donkey I really Kong wanna, obviously, but I really want to see how Mario interacts with a bunch of humans because apparently he isn't human, I guess. Even though it's he's Italian. So weird. He's I, an Italian plumber, but he's clearly not human in comparison to the humans. I'm guessing <laughs> it'll be some kind of like world traveling thing like the mario world is leaking into the real world or something like that i think it'll be set like on earth no because it looks like the other areas were not earth-like i mean they were as earth-like as a mario game should be um it was only new donk city that was like maybe i mean and here's another weird thing is that i never really thought about i guess the the princess peach has always been at least twice as tall, three times as tall as Mario. Mario. And so is she a human? Uh, no. She's just tall. <laughs> what is she if she's not human? If Mario isn't human and she's not human, and they're also not the same race, 
Well, I've seen humans, and they they don't look so healthy in the Mario world. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. They look like cartoony humans, but they don't look as cartoony as... They don't look like cartoony I, there's humans. Just, they there's look just like a lot that they need to explain in the Mario lore. Sims. The Mario, yeah, I, think... I need the Mario lore expanded. We will have the burning questions answered. Will Vadi Vidya do Mario videos now? Just make a Vadi video. Because he ought to. <laughs> and um, tell us about the, the mushroom. <laughs> so, <laughs> it looks like a great platformer. Every like new mechanic they showed, the rolling up in a ball to go downhill. You can throw his hat, the hat and jump yeah. on it. And... Nice little additions that... Really, when you add them up, they add a whole lot. Yeah. Seems neat. It does. And I noticed that he's collecting, not that this matters really, but he's collecting a bunch of different things. He's not collecting coins. Like, there's gears and there's triangles, and I think still it'll, it'll be some kind of stars, themed... But... Yeah, like a themed... I don't know. Who knows how it's going to be structured, but overall... It seems a lot more like 64. The game played nearly as much as the the water cannon thing, yeah. Sunshine. And so it seems like it's it's much closer to 64, which I like, because the basic gameplay of Mario 64 is is fine. Like, it's enough. It's really good. Like, you can go back and play that game right now, and, and it holds up. Uh, you never played 3D World, right? No. Some of the look, like the look of Mario and how he seems to move around a little bit, it's like 3D World. I did not. I did not like the look of 3D World, though. I'm fine with the look of this game, but 3D World was a little too. It looks like swimmy. Like when the game is in motion, like it just didn't look. Yeah, right it's to not. Me. The camera's pulled back quite a ways. And seems you're like far Mario's away from Mario. Slower. I I think he's not, but it feels that way because you're so yeah. far away. In 64, you're right behind Mario, and so his jumping is like snappy and feels like you're moving a lot yeah but uh 3d world's not that way it's more of like a abstract kind of platformer which is not the best mario has to offer i don't think the levels were great but um mario's can be better than just going through a bunch of tight tightly designed levels so i'm glad that they're they're doing this it's gonna be cool and breath of the wild's gonna be really cool oh yeah breath of the wild has sold me completely I'm, i'm gonna get this as soon as i can yeah uh what else? What else is? There? I hope I mean, that they, they start a few third-party things, but we didn't hear anything about DS compatibility, right? Not at all, which <sighs> was a little disappointing. Um, it seems so, like it must be possible, though. I forgot to mention this with their uh, online service. Did you hear about them offering this thing where if you sign up for the online service, you're going to get a a free like SNES game a month or something like like a classic Nintendo game? Yeah, but then you got to give it back. Exactly. Yeah, you only get to play it for what a month the fuck? And, and, like, like they're trying to sell people on the service, but they add all these stipulations and. <laughs> no, I'll just emulate it, you bitch. Fuck yeah, you. like you're, yeah, your games are easily emulated. In fact, that little SNES thing that they that they made, that NES Mini, sold out instantly. I, I think people have gone into the code of that and determined that they basically stole the code from uh, from SNES emulators that you can find online. Uh, so it's like they're probably not even using any different technology than you can find from from your favorite ROM hack website. It's just ridiculous. Uh, that, that whole thing, I, I just can't believe how out of touch Nintendo are with shit like that. Uh, but 
whatever. They're going to get my money anyway, somehow. So They'll probably get mine, too. I haven't bought a Nintendo console since the 64. I didn't buy a Wii. Oh, yeah. I didn't buy a Wii U. So No GameCube? No, no, not a GameCube Cuber. either. I forgot about the GameCube. Uh, so maybe this will be the one. Although I need a PS4, too. And I don't... Okay, so I, I went over to my uh, brother-in-law's place and, yeah. and, and played his... We were playing the PS4. We wanted to play some Rocket League. And uh, pull up Rocket League, and it hadn't been updated in a while. And so we have to update it. And the patch is kind of huge. It's like 1.6 gigs, which is a lot for a game like Rocket League. But, uh, but I'm like, okay, we'll play some Overwatch for like an hour. Console and go Overwatch? Back to Rocket League. Yeah, which is not the way to play Overwatch, by the way, in case not. you didn't already know that. People, people accuse me. Sorry to interrupt you, but it's fine. Because I just stole some footage for my uh, year-end video, and one of it was somebody playing Overwatch with a controller. Ah. Uh, <laughs> well, you were playing with a controller on the PC. You plugged in your controller and... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but CSGO has controller support on the PC. I mean, I guess why not? best way to play. It's, anyway, it's exactly uh, like uh, NVIDIA, the best way to play. Yeah. He plays Overwatch regularly on his PS4, which... It's a completely different game. Like Tracer, Tracer gets up on you and runs around you, shooting you, and doesn't kill you very quickly because they can't aim. But you're hopeless. That's you right because turn. you can't exactly. And so she just fucking stays behind you. It, it's the most ridiculous and infuriating thing. And and like McCree and Soldier and all those are are significantly less useful when you can't aim at the head consistently it's it makes it makes characters that don't have to aim way overpowered it right. it's ridiculous and i think that they change some of the balancing and stuff for the console specifically for those reasons but it's still like it's just you're playing an inferior version of the game but uh i can't convince him of that so whatever but uh but yeah and we checked we checked back on the rocket league thing after like 15 or 30 minutes and it had barely gotten any progress left. It was like there's going to be like three or four hours remaining in the download. And he had fast internet. And it was like, oh, right. The PS4 network is awful. Like the download yep. speeds are, are, are unacceptably low. And you're paying for it. it, it I, just, I just, fuck that shit. Why are they charging for an inferior service to Xbox? Well, it's because they have the better console. That's why. But still, uh, yeah. God, they need to fix their shit. My um, my buddy's got an Xbox One. He's got a PS4 and an Xbox One. And I went over there, and it was really cool. The TV and like app interconnectivity. It, it was a lot cooler than I expected. Like he has hey. his his television yeah. set up right through his Xbox. So when he wants to go to like a channel or like if the game's on whatever then you can just do it all through the same thing and you can do it without like well people I, I, I can't people were so busy shitting all over Microsoft for their Xbox stuff at the beginning because they did make so many terrible decisions with it especially the always online and shit like that. Yeah, it's that, okay. So it's not something I want but it's cool. Yeah, I wouldn't well, pay I just for say, that, but yeah, what I was gonna say is, is people were so busy shitting all over that stuff that 
it overshadowed what I think was a really good idea, which is that you have this entertainment center that plugs in your TV and you don't need to switch inputs or anything. It's all in one place. The yes. Xbox One, of course. And, you know, being able to, like, bring up TV in, like, a side panel while you're playing a game or whatever is Yeah, neat. the picture-in-picture like picture is wild. It's a great idea for, for people who watch TV, which I, I don't really fit into that demographic, but but that is a demographic. And, and I like the idea of that. And if they hadn't fucked up their not just messaging like a lot of people act like their messaging was off but no it was their decisions always online that kind of shit then that could have been the superior console they just they just really screwed the pooch on that but i loved the idea of the of the interconnected thing and and even like the voice command controls and stuff as much as those are like wonky and stuff like that like it makes sense for for it to be your right your you just don't need center. it to be a connect you just well, make yeah, it a microphone connect was, yeah yeah that's Stupid. I don't even but, uh, think you can do it without the connect, though. I think you need the connect to do this. Yeah, screen. I think you do, and you need it to be on completely, which a lot of people are uncomfortable with for good reason. And uh, yeah, I, I they the connect was I can't, I could not believe when I heard that they were bringing back the connect because that was such a colossal failure for and like everyone knew everyone who knew anything about games knew it was too. Like it was going to be a failure before it ever got off the ground because the only thing you can do with connect is dancing games. And exercise just games. dance, just dance two, um, connectables, <laughs> river rapid ride, just dance. No, three. you can't play those games because they're terrible. They're so <laughs> they don't use the connect in any actual meaningful way. They're they're not. Don't they're, you want to play connect table tennis where you literally have to swat the ball with your hands it, in midair? Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. It's great. It's very uh, cool. Great idea. It was anyway, just. We're, we're several years late on on these uh, on these revelations about the Xbox's uh, E3 conference from like three or four years ago, but but yeah, I, I, the Switch seems good. I I it is. came away from that more positive on it than I entered it. I was more skeptical of it before. Um, so I, two and a half battery life uh, minimum doesn't seem great. Uh. <sighs> But it, it, yeah, I don't really know how. Like you I understand get more battery life out of that though. Exactly, it like bulky. I understand it, why why they've done this the way they have. As you're already trying to work within very tight cost constraints, you have to make the thing as cheap as possible to produce and keep it cheap enough so people want to buy it still. Make like, it the right Extending size. the battery life, any little improvement or consideration that like that might make, cause it to be $50 more, which would be unacceptable. I mean, I, I'm willing to bet the turning point on that was them saying, like, okay, we already have in development this external battery pack that costs 30 bucks or whatever, and you can plug it into the back of the thing, and yes. it attaches on, and it's fine. That um, redeems it, because you can use, it's just a USB-C connector. It, yeah. You so could even, uh, yeah, a I portable you battery, plug in like, yeah. that's all you need. Which, you know, that's, that's a solution. For example, but I feel like they need a power saving mode where, like, the resolution is downscaled, the brightness goes down, maybe even changes the graphics in select games or something like that. Where, like, if you want it to be your next portable console, which I think they do, I don't think they want to keep the 3DS being a thing alongside this because that would be right weird. Uh, it needs to be as 
it's never going to be as handy as the 3DS because it doesn't fit in your pocket, but it does need to be, it needs to be able to do the same things the 3DS can do, right. which one of the, the primary one is that the 3DS is going to last way longer. So I don't know. I, I They're definitely going to announce a battery pack real soon, and I'm sure it'll at least double the battery life, which is probably sufficient for most things. But sure, uh, yeah. They'll but probably is... also have like a power saving mode because they have that in the 3DS, where um, like the way it works is they call it active backlight. So if the screen is dark, it actually like reduces the brightness of the screen, mm-hmm. like the light that's illuminating it, and um, if it brightens up, then it'll adjust as needed. So it like minimizes the impact of the screen on the battery life for something that's like home console processing power like. I'm not sure that that will have as big of an impact as it does on the tiny 3DS. Yeah, I mean, I think but... the battery life is going to be taken when you're playing a, a, a game like Zelda. It's going to be taken by the the actual computing stuff, probably. I just but hope also, that like a mobile a... charger is able to keep it running. Yeah, but a 720p screen or whatever it is, that's not that's not the same as powering whatever the tiny little 3DS screen is. So I that resolution is like something ridiculously low, like 300 by 120. Yeah. Or um, it's a joke. It's a joke, but it works for what they need that to be, which is a mobile, very, very mobile, long battery life, simple games. I, I, I almost feel, I almost feel like they should have just if, if you're gonna have to have all these, if your Switch isn't gonna be able to compete with the 3DS in size and battery life, I don't know if you really should be trying to merge your portable and your home console i i don't know from from the get-go i don't know if their if their strategy is really that sound as far as the mobile side of it goes because it just doesn't seem like it it actually fills the gap that that 3ds is going to leave i i disagree i think the idea is more appealing to a larger demographic than something like the 3ds is like It'll probably muscle out the 3DS, and things that the 3DS do well are now just not going to be done. It's going like to be harder super portability, all that. Put but, this in your backpack and take it to school. Well, you no, you'll be able to do that. You just won't be able to you'll play it in your pocket. To, but there's just yeah, there's something about the portability of the 3DS that that makes that a more tangible concept. You know, like like, like having to whip this thing out. Like it's an still iPad just is, a tablet size. Like that's still nothing. I know. It's that that's totally portable. Uh, I guess. I, I think it'll sell well. I think it'll sell well because it's because the home console portion of it is good enough. Oh yeah. I just don't I just don't think it's going to fill the gap of the portable stuff, which has been their strong point for the last several years. Um But that know. is in part due to the colossal failure of their home console flagship. I don't, but no, I don't think I don't think the failure of their home console has increased the sales of their of 3ds. No, I don't think. Right, I know, but comparatively, yeah, their, comparatively, their but 3DS, 3ds business is so much more successful. The 3ds is super successful. Like it, it has made a bunch of money for them, and and I think if they had come out with an announcement that they're making a home console that you can plug your 3ds games into and play on the TV if you really want to, and maybe it increases resolution. I don't know, whatever. Um, but they're continuing 3DS, or now they're making the 4DS, or whatever. Uh, that, to me, that would be the better strategy because you'd be 100% delivering on 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 your two 
on your two ideas instead of kind of having an in-between. Um, they'd I be able to make the would... switch more powerful and they'd be able to... I, I... I think they would never in a million years do that and they'd be crazy to... And that this is a cool, bold idea that's going to appeal to a lot of people. You'd be able to because sell two consoles to people instead of one. No, you won't. Because if you're... There's too much overlap there. Like, the entire appeal is that it is equally viable as a portable thing and as a home thing. And yeah. if you're... Ha it, like, if you're offering a 3DS at the same time, they, they tread on each other's toes. A little bit, a little bit, but I think I don't know. It, it's 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 tough. I maybe you're right. I I liked initially. I really liked the idea of them bridging those markets and and kind of unifying it and make it. It's better for the consumer because you only buy one console and you get an access to their entire library. But in practice, I feel like I, I feel like the the mobile side of it is is going to be hurt. But hey. Now they're going into the smartphone app business, <laughs> you know. So maybe that's maybe that's part of their strategy. Is like, well, are really small games that aren't going to require the power of the Switch or the screen size of the Switch will be able to release on smartphones? Maybe they'll do that. Uh, I doubt they really understand that market, but they're Nintendo. They can probably do it. We'll yeah, see. Pokemon Go two. It could happen. Yeah. yeah well. <laughs> if they had any control over Pokemon Go, I think that they would have actually been able to turn that into something. What a fucking disaster that is. is the amount of money they could have made. Oh, Pokemon yeah, they kind of gave up on it. They could have made multiple times the money that they did, and it could still be this hugely popular thing, but they really, really fucked it up. Anyway, that's the Switch. That's the news. Them's the hibbity-haps. I I mean, nothing else. else really happened. I mean, that, that's the big, the big dog. Gabe Newell was doing an AMA right now, or was when we started. Who fucking cares? Make a game, you fat he slob. Games. He said Valve's making games. It's confirmed. Valve is a liar. They're a, <laughs> <laughs> a big liar that tells lies through their teeth, and they sicken they me. Had the, they had one of their Team Fortress 2 developers on the phone in the conference room that they were doing the AMA in just to confirm that, yes, we do have a team, team Fortress 2 development team, because apparently that's, apparently Team Fortress 2 still has a community, which I guess I'm not all that surprised by, but they're really frustrated with the lack of attention that Valve pays them. Yeah, because... I mean, your game's dead, guys. I can't blame them. It's hats. That's your game now. It's like CSGO. You can't really complain too much about it. Your game is gun skins. Sorry. At least <laughs> CSGO has the competitive scene, but still. Yeah, I, I mean... They've been saying they're still making games and we're doing this and that for years. You gotta yeah. make some. You gotta do, put some out. Yeah. We'll see. But I, I wonder if they have news. a finished Half-Life 3 no. design doc or, or some doc? story written out. I think, I think what they're gonna be focusing on is VR stuff and I wouldn't be surprised if they did like something in the Half-Life universe that's VR, you know? Um, because that that's what they're that's what they've been implying for a while is like, yeah, we're gonna be making VR stuff, trying to sell VR to people. Uh, some people might even say that Half Life Three will be a VR only game, and that would be one way to get VR into people's hands. <laughs> I I'd think be that would surprised. be that, I think that'd be hilarious and uh, and kind of awful, but uh, also hilarious. Well, that's cool. I'll have to check that out. 
what Half Life Three on VR? No, <laughs> yeah. The AMA. I'm gonna get right on that. Yeah, I'm gonna get the AMA. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I'm not aware of any other apps, but I haven't really been looking. <laughs> I mean, it's Nintendo. That's that's what happened. All right. Well, in that case, guys, people stood out in the fucking freezing rain. Pre-order? To pre-order. Oh yeah. What? If I didn't have to go to work, I would do that. Why? Because well, I want to it. Pre-order. Just pre-order it online. Yeah, you don't have you? to wait in line or anything. I, I think, think you had to go to the stores because they were no, so I know. scarce. Well, f- well, first of all, they turned away the people that waited in line because they never announced really? that they were opening up pre-orders. Yeah, they didn't. They hadn't opened up pre-orders yet. So they just, for no reason, decided to wait out. They just decided that pre-orders would open when the conference happened. Oh God! And it didn't. They didn't. So. <laughs> That's rough. I, I guess I, you're an idiot for standing out in the rain <laughs> yeah. to pre-order a game console. Well, okay, you know what? If if that was the only way to get it... It's not. It's not the only way. To, you're pre-ordering. But you're going to have a month and a half to get it. Well, because if they're giving all the stock away to the people who pre-ordered, pre-orders max the supply, then... I feel like you like I'm already seeing articles. I'm already seeing articles that like GameStop's entire supply pre-ordered. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna be able to walk into the store on March third and buy one. I think you'd be able to wait a couple days and you'd be okay. We'll see. I hope you're right because I probably won't be waiting out in the rain. I definitely won't be. (laughs) Um, and I want one, so let's see if they're willing to sell one to me. They are so bad with their supply on launch. They always fuck it up somehow. I can't believe that they. I can't believe they fucked up the SNES because that thing. That thing hit the internet really hard. Like and during it's holiday the, season. It's the NES, okay, you idiot. I thought it was the SNES. Yeah, it's the. It's the NES Mini. Oh. The SNES would yeah, be cooler. Yeah, I, I would have bought the yeah. SNES Mini. Yeah. Maybe they'll come out with that. But um. But uh, yeah, they. Apparently they sold out of that thing real quick, and they must have lost a ton of sales on that because it was holiday season and people were like hot on it. And now what? I don't even know if you can still get them. They might still be sold out, but like, but now nobody cares. So, yeah, that's their little that's their mini Pokemon Go fiasco that they actually had control over. But anyway, all right, guys, video games. Thank you for tuning in. Next time, episode 100, we're going to be on top of the world, baby. We got big shit down the pipe, and we can't wait to see you there. We need to upload an epilepsy warning at the beginning of our We videos. could, or we could just let everyone die. That'll uh, be fine. All right, good night, folks. Might stream something. Not, whatever. Yeah, maybe I'll stream for another 3. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I, I might watch some of that. All right, peace. <laughs>